of y'all. Yeah, we gotta get ready to start you about to preach. The feast day has come up. It's the fifth day of the fourth day of the fifth month now. Yeah, hallelujah. You need to start planning for these for, for these feasts, especially as a coach. I remember my Please. kids used to sing the song that went back in the days. I love y'all. You don't love y'all. What's wrong with What's you? Wrong with you? I remember that song. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, I love y'all. You don't love y'all. What's wrong, What's with, wrong you? with you? <laughs> Praise the most high, y'all. <clears throat> y'all, this computer trying to trip, but we ain't gonna worry about the computer. Praise y'all for everybody that has joined us again for the second part of our, <clears throat> of our lesson. It's a good tea, so hallelujah. Praise y'all, because, um, you know, y'all is good, and it's mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Are you all able to see um the screen? Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, y'all, we're going to, we're starting again, you all, today on 1 Samuel, 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 16, uh, 16. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, I praise y'all for his compassion. So, we're going to pray, y'all, and we're going to get off into the scriptures <clears throat> again. Hallelujah. Almighty, we thank you. And we love you again, y'all. And we live on, on YouTube, y'all. So we're friend again, you know that, y'all. Y'all, but I ask you all, man, to be with us. Y'all, and hear us. This, this, this is really for the sake of them now to know that we pray and that we acknowledge you because you know we acknowledge you. Y'all, we love you so very much. So let your word go forward with power. Y'all, like you told Moses, you're going to bring you. Look at my arms, is my arms wax short? <laughs> You're going to see me perform my word today. You know, y'all perform your word today and they like them see it. For all the non believers and all the naysayers, let your power hit like a brick. Bust their head, y'all, with the truth. Help to understand. Expose hearts. In the weakness, y'all, of the adversary. Let your truth go forward, Almighty. In the name of Yahushua. Y'all, we just magnify you. We thank you for being our salvation and for being our strength. In the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. <clears throat> yeah, I want to, I want to break. We're going we're gonna to start on first. We're going we're gonna to teach for Samuel 16 today and, uh, and I pray for, and, and, and maybe 17. But, um, you know, on Thursdays, y'all, we just start, we just start out the book of Ruth, <clears throat> first chapter. But, and, and we've done that. But I want to read something to y'all, uh, some, just, just a little bit of Ruth to get y'all a scene of our, of our forefather, David. Because the book of Ruth is all about David. Yeah. It's showing you how he got here. You know what I'm saying? Obey them. Obey his great-grandson. Yeah, Jesse's boy. You know, and how, and how, <clears throat> you know, because of y'all's love for a woman, you know what I'm saying? Who 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 gave who gave herself up, you know, to 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 to, to, to denounce, you know what I'm trying to say to you, her people. You know, she she denounced her people. She was a Moabite. Well, Ruth wasn't no Israelite. She was a Moabite. Her husband, her first husband, was a disobedient man, following the footsteps of his daddy. You know, I know these folks be telling you about. You know, she was an Israelite. That's a lie. Read the Bible for yourself. You know, what I'm saying uh, 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 Naomi's husband was a, was was a disobedient man. Yeah, he had waxed pole. That's why he left the land. 
Nobody was supposed to go and leave that land, leave his inheritance. No, you even see when 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 Reuben and Gad them saying, "Look, if we gonna stay on this side," and Moses, what you mean? Like, you ain't remember last time you fought for that. They said, "No, nah, Moses, it ain't like that." And Moses told him, "I tell you what, Dean, you can go let your people stay, but y'all gotta go fight, and you can't come back home till your brothers got their land and inherit it. If you play with y'all, so your sins gonna find you out because y'all don't play by that land that he gave. That he gave. That he gave. You know what I'm trying to say to you." He don't play about that land that, that he had given uh, uh, our forefathers, you know? And so, so this, this thing tripping y'all. Hold on, let me see something. Okay. So look at this. So Ruth, so and, 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 and to understand what I'm saying, you gotta read Torah or you will misunderstand everything I'm saying because this man left this land. Look here. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled, when the judges ruled. And there was a, a famine in the land, the land of Israel. And a certain man, the man, the man was from Bethlehem, Judah. You know what I'm saying? He was a soldier in the country of Moab. He took his wife with him and his two sons. And the man's name was Elimelech. And the, and, and the name of his wife was Naomi. These two Hebrews from Bethlehem, Judah. These was Jude, uh, Jude, Judah right here. You know what I'm saying? And her name was Naomi. And, 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 and look here. And they had two sons. One of the sons' name was Ma Malon, and the other son and the other, other son's name was Chilion, Ephraim of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came to the country of Moab, and they continued there. And Elimelech, the youngest husband, he died. These, this man died early, and his son died for their mama, which indicates they died for their time. That's a sign of disobedience. When the Most High promises, uh, 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 what, what, three score and ten? That's 70 years old. And by reason of strength, he give you 80. That's why David died at 70, because he wasn't a wicked man. He was a righteous man, and y'all didn't cut him off for his time. He's just meant to y'all's own heart. Pay attention to that. You know. And so look here, Limelech died, and, and, and she was left with her two sons. And they took and they took wives of the women of Moab. So both of these women were Moabites. They, they, they took our daughters' women. It's the women who didn't serve Yah. Yeah. The name of one was Orpah, and the name of the other one was Ruth. You know how I know this story? Because look here. And they dwelled there about 10 years. All three of them died in the span of 10 years. See, I, you, you know, this, 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 this book of Ruth and this story about David didn't you know, matter much to me. Because one time back in 1998, I had to have a, a surgery. Called, uh, I, I had to have what they call a testicular torsion. Cause my 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 my, my um nerves tied up and you know and you know some things happened to me and so I had the surgery and I, and so my wife was pregnant and she was pregnant and I could not go with her to her ultrasound to find out what she was having I laid down I prayed and I asked y'all said y'all what we gonna have what we gonna have and the most I said you gonna have a daughter so you gonna name her Ruth and she, my daughter Ruth supposed to have these characteristics. And so far, I've seen every last one of them. You know, I see her dedication and her and her willingness to suffer, give herself up. I see it's all in them. That's why I know the most. I told me what her name was. Yeah. So when I'm when I'm talking about this right here, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I read it. He told me that 24 years ago. Yeah, in May. Yeah, 1998. I remember the month. 
Yes, sir. No, it wasn't May. It was May because Miss Biffa passed away in July. Yep, 31st on the day me and my wife were supposed to get married. It's the day we had her mama's funeral. No, no, the day her mama passed. So I know this, this don't slip my mind. Yeah, because that was very significant to me. Yes, sir. And they took them wives of the women of Moab. The name of one was Orpah and the name of the other was Ruth. Or Ruth in the English word. And they dwelled there about 10 years. And my, and my Lord and Chilion died. Also both of them and the women and the women was left of her two sons and her husband. And these men didn't have no, and guess what? Yah did not bless them to have no children with these women. There was L disobedience. But see, Naomi come over there and try to tell Ruth, look here, and oh, y'all go ahead and go what y'all gonna go. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and go. Go ahead and go. You know, it's, it's rough on me. And you know, I can't do nothing with you. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got I ain't got no I ain't got no kids. No, 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 no children to give you. No, 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 no. I don't have no children to give you for you to have a husband. You know, and and, 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 and look here. And they lifted up their voice, Ruth 1, 14 says, and they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave to her. Orpah wanted, Orpah wanted to worship the mother gods. <laughs> Orpah didn't want no part of y'all, no Torah. She wanted to stay where she was at and her people. She, she Because he, her husband didn't teach her nothing about, about y'all too tough. So she left and went on back to her God. Like many of y'all do. You know, you save for a little bit amount of time. You're two, three years, four, five years, and you go back to the same thing that you threw up. That God is like a dog returned to his own vomit. In the case, you a nasty, unclean person. So anyway, <clears throat> and she said, behold, thy sister-in-law has gone back unto her people and to her gods. And she told Ruth, return thou after your sister-in-law. And Ruth said, uh-uh, no. Entreat me not for God. Impinge on me not. Don't, 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 don't try to push that upon me like that, mama. Entreat me not to leave you or return from falling after you. For where do you go? Where thou go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. And your people shall be my people. And your God should be my God. David's great-grandmama, David's great-great-grandma was a Gentile. See, Mashiach loved everybody. as in his bloodline. And I pay attention to that. And she was a Moabite. And she said, where thou diest, will I die. And there will I be buried. And Yah do to me also, because she didn't want that Moabite God. She wanted Yah. And Yah do to me also. Yah do so to me, and more also, if all be death, part thee and me. It's the only thing, that's the only thing. That's the only thing gonna let me get from you, mama, is death. And when she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking, she left her speaking, she just let it go then. And so then time progressed, and we see how Ruth was, you know what I'm saying, a faithful young lady, you know what I'm saying, obedient to her mama-in-law. And she followed everything. We don't get too deep in the story because we got to teach it on Thursdays. But, but look here. But the thing about it is, she did, she did what her mama-in-law told her she came. So Ruth 4.13 says this. So Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went in unto her, Yah 
gave her conception and she bare a son because she denounced her gods and her people. And she became a part of Yasharal. She was tied into. She was, she was grafted into the covenant promises. You hear me? Look here. <clears throat> and she bare a son. And the women said unto Naomi, Blessed be Yah, which have not left you this day without a kinsman. See, the adversary tried to say, let me tell you something. Somehow along your bloodline a long time ago, somebody tried to kill you, kill you, somebody in your family off so you wouldn't be born. You need to stop looking at yourself being so insignificant. The Most High made David born because he knew back in that day it's going to be somebody he had to have born a man after his own after after his own heart, and so the Most High will allow your bloodline to be redeemed to get you healed. Yeah, even if everybody else want to live in the scene. See, my my my, my granddad's mama was a witch. Yeah, my granddad's mama James Chung. Yeah, she was a voodoo priest. Heard that she poisoned his liquor. He was abusive. My granddad's daddy was abusive. My grandfather didn't know his daddy, but he knew his mama. She was a witch because my daddy didn't told me. My grandmama didn't told her, don't even eat at the house, wouldn't even let him eat, so they say. But my granddad was a wicked man. He was an adulterer, a violent man. He was abusive. My daddy was a sorry man. Excuse me, my, my bad, not whoa, he's still alive. He is sorry. He was, he's a sorry man. Didn't raise me. You had a violent chip, killed a man in his 20, went to prison at 28 years old. Blowing shotgun weed, smoking my nose at one. Yeah, so the joint with him at 11. I want to be just like my thug, Kenneth Chung, did the Medi Hills, comes from Alabama on the north side, over off, off the parkway by Alabama AM. Yeah, and then and look here, every man in my family, my oldest, my, 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 old, my, my, my oldest uncle James Chung Jr., they call him Nana. He was in prison too, did six years, 10 months on an armed robbery charge. My auntie, when I was young, I heard talking to my mama then, and she said, look here, them boy went from sugar to sugar honey iced tea. Mm. Look here, made me upset. I thought she was talking about my family until I grew up and realized she was telling the truth. Look here, I had one uncle that used to play some music real good. Also, he smoked crack, crack for years and years and years. See, none of, none of them grew up in church. I had no man in my family. Nobody in my family ever told me about y'all. I didn't grow up in church, grew up in the hood. I grew up around hoes, drug dealers, thugs, and killers. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth when I'm talking. Don't care about nobody getting mad. I don't care about my mama, my daddy. Nobody getting mad about what I say. Because I'm telling the truth. What are they going to get mad about the truth and make them false? Spirit family business, y'all see everything. So I'm just going to name it. Don't care how you feel about it. Hope you're listening. Share the message, give it to them. Let them listen to it. Because on my mama's side, I wasn't no better. No, 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 not at all. Look here. But when the most I called me to be a minister, well, I had a dream. He, he called me to be something when I was about 20, 19, 15. First time I was 11 years old. So I bought a fire in my closet door with a sword in the middle of it, looking at it with my eyes wide open after my grandmama's funeral. Not knowing y'all called me to, 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 to teach his word. Used to walk home from my cousins and stuff as a little kid. Preaching to him in elementary school. Yeah, did that. And when I got older, and, and, and then and when I got older, he just called me full face to go out. And I was trying to wonder who in my family is a preacher? Who in my family say? Because I didn't know nothing about it. But, but see, you know what? Most I revealed to me. See, he, 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 he'll cut something off and bring something new out. And he, he'll start a whole other generation and kill curses. See, y'all, watch your life before you even be born. 
Like you told Jeremiah, he said, look here, before I form you into the womb, see, Eric, you got a purpose. Don't listen to nobody tell you no lie. You got a purpose. You walk in that. See, he told Jeremiah, he said, let me tell you something. He said, before I form you into your mother's womb, I knew you. And then you're a prophet among the nation. See, y'all knew you before you was ever existed. But your daddy got with your mom and pulled the clothes down in the room. And they got, they got married. They got the bed together. He already knew your name. They put it upon their heart to call you that. So, so, so the most high know how to kill curses and remove and rebuke disobedience and give you a whole different bloodline. You better pay attention. It's power in debt. Verse 14 again. And the women said unto Naomi, blessed be Yah, which have not left you this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel, and he shall be unto you a restorer of your life and a nourisher of thine old age. For your daughter-in-law, which love you, which is better to you than seven sons, have borne him. And Naomi took the child and laid it in her bosom and became nurse unto it. And the women, her neighbors, gave it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi, and they called his name Obed. And Obed, he is the father of Yeshai, or Jesse, the father of Dawid, David. Now these are the generations of, of Perez. Perez begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram, and Ram begot Aminadab, and Aminadab begot Nishon, and Nishon begot Salmon, and Salmon begot Boaz, and Boaz begot Obed, and Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David. You want to call Boaz a kinsman redeemer, but not like these women in the church, you got to get your Boaz. But first of all, you got to get your ass together. But you look at Bo's ass. Some of y'all completely out of order, trying to look, trying, try, trying to look for somebody that y'all engage because you just want to get your your rocks off. You want to get married, but you don't realize y'all trying to redeem your bloodline to live righteous. So praise y'all for his compassion and his mercy and his grace. I'm talking to all y'all, Michaela, you too, Ruth, you too, because y'all see here leave for a man. See here, that's why I try to hold you back. Now, the most I try to cut curses off. But the thing is, sometimes you get mad because you don't like to be patient when y'all trying to move with you. I ain't talking about this. Y'all talking about to, to, to Cherie too. Because, because you, you got a problem when it comes to wanting to get your body up and you want to fight against it and you get mad about it. I'm talking to you too. I'm naming names today. If you don't want to get on here no more, you ain't got to. But you know I'm telling the truth about what I'm saying. Talking to every last one of you. Because see, the thing about it is, you, instead of us learning how to get, get in the flesh, you learn how to have a mind like Ruth. And, and, and deny your own self-interest. Let your people go and turn to Yah and let him be your father. And let the true Yasharal be your people so you can learn true covenant and true Torah. So you can live a set-apart life. Because Yah may want, may want to bring through you some righteousness and some obedience. He may want to change your life and bless you. So quit being like Orpah and going back to your people and to your gods and turn to Yah and live for him so he can bless your life. I'm talking to Sister Heather. I'm talking to every single woman and every single man on this line. Sister Joyce, I'm talking to every single sister high, whoever ain't married, every single woman and single man, Isaiah, Malachi, Phyllis, jo Joel, every last one of them. Missing. Be who y'all call you to be and walk in righteousness. So y'all can bless your bloodline. This man left the land 
that Yah gave him. Him and his sons didn't last 10 years. And you wonder if we walk in disobedience, how long you think you're going to last? Like Eliyahu said when he was talking to him, how long will you hold between two opinions? You going to say Eliyahu of Yasharon or, or over here? See, see, in this thing right here, ain't, ain't, ain't no, ain't no toe in the line. Ain't no straddling the fence. It's either you in or you out. You're going to serve the God, the God, the, the God of this world, or you're going to serve the God of Yasharal. As for me and my house, we're going to serve Yah. Ain't no compromise. Come what may. And everything I say out of love, unapologetically, to every last one of y'all, nobody got to come back on here, but I ain't going to never stop telling the truth. See, for so many years, that's been our problem not being able to speak up. See, when I'm talking to you, I love you. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't say what I'm saying to you. And I ain't saying nothing that y'all don't already know. I ain't saying nothing that I already told you or talked to you about personally. See, I don't say nothing, but let me tell you something. See, I ain't got a claim to be a prophet, but I can't speak to your heart, and you know I'm talking to the truth when I talk to you. See, the most high I'll show you what a prophet is based on his word without you even getting your feelings. Because the prophet the prophet will make you mad. <laughs> Let's read 1 Samuel 16.1. And Yahuwah said unto Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul? Seeing I have rejected him from reigning. Go ahead, Isaiah. Start off. All right. <clears throat> and Yahuwah said unto Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul? Seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Yahshua. Fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I've provided for me a king among his sons. And Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. And Yahuwah said, take an heifer with you and say, I'm come to sacrifice to Yahuwah and call Jesse to the sacrifice. And I will show you what you shall do and you shall anoint unto, him, unto me him whom I name unto you. And Samuel did that which Yahuwah spoke and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, comest thou peaceably? And he said, peaceably, I come to sacrifice unto Yahuwah. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. And it came to pass when they were come, then he looked on Eliab and said, Surely this is Yahuwah's anointed before him. But Yahuwah said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For Yahuwah sees not as man sees, for man looks on the outward appearance, but Yahuwah looks on the heart. Then Jesse called Aminadab, and he made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither hath Yahuwah chosen this. Then Jesse made Shema to pass by, and he said, Neither hath Yahuwah chosen this. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel, and Samuel said unto Jesse, Yahuwah has not chosen these. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all your children? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, and behold, he keeps the sheep. And Samuel said unto him, unto Jesse, Sit and fetch him. For we will not sit down till he come here. Hold on, push pause, push pause. 
Malachi, you want to exempt? Go ahead. And he was, and he sent and brought him in. Now, he was ruddy. Oh. Now he was ruddy and withal of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look to. And Yahuwah said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Ruach of Yahuwah came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Hold on, Isaiah, thank you. Push pause right quick, we're going to verse 13. <clears throat> yeah. And I want y'all to know, see, the most high don't look for the regal. That's our problem. We're looking for the regal, the big statue. It's the heart y'all looking at. Like if he was telling him, look here, you, you, you look on the outside. Yeah, but I wear the heart. See, most of the time we look on the outside. And I know he don't call it regal because he got Gideon, who was a coward at one point in time. First, we in the Ryan press, but when the angel came to him, he called the mighty man of valor and changed his name from Gideon to Jerubal, Baal, and made him a warrior. But we see here a lot of times when y'all talk like 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 y'all talking to Sam. Look 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 at verse one and pay attention to it. Pay attention, and y'all said to Sam, "How long will you mourn for Saul?" Seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. And that's the problem. We've been spending our time crying over some y'all has let loose. Spend our time crying over something or somebody that y'all has pulled us from. Spend our time crying because we want this. We want it like that. When y'all said, no, what you still crying over there? Listen here. I have been moved from over there. I have been re rejected that for reigning over your life. But yet still you want to try to hold on to it. And you heard about it. No, have faith about it and trust in me and stop crying over spilled milk. Stop crying over something I told you to let go. After all, even if I tell you that I got your best interest and you say you believe me, then believe me. And stop crying about it. Fear not harm with oil and go. Get the anointing oil of y'all and go. Get the Ruach Kodesh and go to the place y'all want to show you, want to take you to. Instead of you crying about the, the, the uh, something, the past. Instead of you crying about some people won't. And you still, instead of you crying about other folks' requests, how about you just get the oil? Little, little oil in your vessel. Yeah, we want to say in the song, put it in there for real. Little, little oil in your vessel. And I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among the sons. Y'all had already had David set up before they called Saul. Before they asked for Saul. Before they wanted a king, he had already had one made for him. And Samuel said, how can I go if, if Saul hear it, he would kill me. And Yah said, take a helper with thee and say, I am come to sacrifice to Yah. So guess what? That's how many of us do. Well, how can I go? Because if they go, if they see me go, they're going to talk about me. They're going to laugh at me. They're going to put me down. Yah said, look here, get you a sacrifice with you. Yah said, I'll tell you what you do. Just go pray. 
because a sacrifice is given to Yah, is coming to Yah to commune with Yah, to pray, to have shalom, to have forgiveness, to be able to give praise. Just tell him, you're going to worship me. But see, the thing about it is, we be so afraid to walk loose and walk away. I remember when I first got saved, because I'm from the streets. And you know, back in my days, we used to, we, we, we used to smoke blunts and get drunk and go to motel rooms as teenagers and joke on everybody. That was part of our little culture as young teenagers. So, so, so back in our days, it mattered how folks felt about you and things they said as young folk. And I remember one day when I was going to my big mama house and my mama had dropped me off at the cleaners up against the hill off Madison Lake on, by Domino's PC was a cleaner and you can cut down through the cut and go to what they call Lakewood Apartments back in them day. And so I, cut, I, I went to the cleaners and got my clothes. Little young, little, little, little young man of y'all trying to smell good and look good for my girlfriend. Go, go see Karen later on. So I got to have my stuff fresh. And going through there, I decided to start at my cousin's house. To go in there and talk to him. And I wasn't smoking no weed with drinking with him, but they was in there doing their, their normal routine. And I found myself sitting there, y'all, afraid to get up and walk past them because I was scared of what they was going to say. I was scared that they, they, they going to talk about me and joke, and I didn't want them to. And y'all spoke, said, so What does it matter? So you know what I did? I had to get enough gumption to stand myself up in the middle of the crowd with my clothes and don't care what they say. I see y'all later. That was the last day I ever hung around them. That was 26, 27 years ago. So guess what? Don't be scared to get up in the middle of the crowd, y'all, with your stuff and walk past them. Don't be scared to walk past the people. Don't be scared to do that. Y'all has not given you a spirit of fear. Had a dream one time, a long time ago, most I first called me to teach the word. Then I was in this church, in, 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 in this church, and a man came in with a gun shooting at people. And when he came toward me, he stumbled a feather and dropped his gun. And I got the gun and I shot him, trying to defend the people. And while I was walking through the crowd, folks pointing at me, looking at me, talking about me, putting me down, offering me alcohol, offering me something to drink. And you know, you know what? And all I did was try to help them. And the most of the time made me keep on walking through that crowd. And I kept walking past them people, looking at them while they was talking about me. But I never did stop walking. And when I got past the people, I got a freedom because I was able to walk out that building. And I'm telling y'all, no matter how heavy your feet get in your walking about folks talking about you, don't you stop. Because the most of the time I ain't going to move them people. He trying to move you past them. And they're going to be right there talking about you, offering you things, saying things to you that make sense. But you got to make a decision to shoot the adversary back that's trying to destroy the people and walk past the people that talk about you and call you wrong when you when your heart's intentions are to do right. I know what I just said earlier for me to go rub a lot of y'all the wrong way. Made some of y'all mad about what I said, offended a few of you. But I don't care because you know I'm telling you the truth. You just scared to walk past folks. Y'all scared to leave people. Y'all scared to get past folks, to learn how to be still and be patient, to be able to get to where y'all want you to get to, so you still stuck. Or your life is like a revolving door. Every two, three years, you revert back to the same thing. Because you fail to understand what the word said, when an unclean spirit is going out of a person in their, in, in their house, 
is swept and garnished. When that unclean spirit come back and see you ain't got nothing on the inside of you but complaint, he going to bring himself back. He going to bring seven more spirits with him. And your state going to be worse than it was when you left two, three years ago if you don't turn. When you left two, three months ago if you don't turn. When you left four, five years ago if you don't turn. You cannot let the adversary come and reoccupy your space. You got to put something on, on the inside of you. And that's that oil. That's y'all. That's, that's, that, that, that's that sacrifice. That's that praise. That's that prayer. That's that fasting. That's that word you got to put on the inside of you. Or your condition going to be bad. So he said, look here. Tell, tell me you're just going to pray. Tell me you're going to sacrifice because you are. And call Jesse to the sacrifice. Oh, Jesse, and I'm going to show you what to do. And you shall anoint unto me him whom I name unto you. Well, did y'all hear that? And call Jesse, and I will show you what to do. Y'all promised us to show what to do. Y'all through walking through obedience, just fulfilling what he, what he said without worrying about nobody else. Trusting y'all with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. And in all of your ways, Joel, acknowledge y'all. That he'll direct your path. And Samuel did that. Samuel obeyed y'all. And you see the results. And Samuel did that which y'all spake. He obeyed the commands of y'all. And came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming. And said, come down peacefully. Because when the prophet showed up, they were scared. What you going to say? Let me tell you, son, that's how the prophet speak. Anytime you got a man or woman of y'all coming, that's a true man or woman of y'all. Look here, they come and talk to you for real. They ain't kidding nothing about what you got going on. You better learn how to listen to the word of y'all. Understand that. Quick for these feel-good moments. You make sure, make sure your life right. These men was trembling because they didn't want to be in sin. And they asked what was going on. Come down peacefully. Peaceably. And he said, Peaceably, I am coming sacrificing to Yah. Set yourself apart. Sanctify yourself and come with me to sacrifice and, and sanctify Jesse and his son. Jesse was one who feared Yah and was attentive to what the prophet had to say and wanted to try to guard his heart because he didn't want no trouble with Yah. So he asked Samuel, You come peacefully? He said, Yah, I come in peace. Set yourself apart. Sanctify yourself. Kadosh. Or Kadosh. Make yourself apart. Make yourself clean. Consecrate yourself. Prepare yourself. And come with me to the sacrifice. Because see, you got to understand something. You, they still got to follow Torah. And anybody that came to do a sacrifice, they ever got to be Talmud. And so do they, they got to be Talmud too. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons. Y'all said every last one apart to get the one. But y'all understand that? That Michaela, Ruth, Isaiah, Malachi, who is on here? Uh, Monty, June, Joyce, Karen, Malachi, Sarai, Yah, Sarah, Yah, Yahoo, everybody, that guess what? You set Joseph apart for Yah. And y'all was sent for your whole family 
to get today the Jewish in your family and all y'all are blessed by the same one. Do y'all think David becoming the king that his family left behind? All of them was elevated. That's the power of Yah. Because when Yah saves and delivers, he delivers the whole family. And if there's one in the family that chooses not to be delivered, then you exclude it from the family. Oh, don't, 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 don't play my like I'm weak. Ask Judah, his two sons. One of the boys wouldn't even touch his wife because she was because because, because she, she, she wasn't a Canaanite. And then when he did, he pulled out. When you read Genesis, y'all say he was wicked and killed him. But when you read the other extra biblical, guess what? Then you see why. And then the other son was as wicked as he was. He 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 pulled out as well. And y'all considered him to be evil. Y'all killed him. Yeah. The son he gave Tamar came straight from Judah. <laughs> Pay attention. Y'all know how to exclude to get the blessing. Mm. Oh, yeah, my bad. Go read it in your spare time. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, surely Yahuwah's anointed is before him. Eliab probably looked good to him. Tall and swole, cut up and handsome. Mm -hmm. But Yah said, no. Yah said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance. Don't believe because he, like, he look, because he look good. Don't believe because he tall in his stature. Let me tell you something. Every man in my family, my granddaddy, 6'5", my uncle them, 6'5", I'm the shortest man in my family. My dad is six feet, 5'8". The most I don't look for the regal. It ain't about how tall you are. It's about your heart. <laughs> yeah, but y'all said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height of his statue, because I have refused him. He ain't the one. For Yahuwah see if not as man see. For Yah look, for Yah, for, for, excuse me, for man look on the outward appearance. You're looking at how tall he is and what he got going on. But Yah look on the heart. And that's it called Abinadab. And, and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, neither have Yah chosen this. Then just called, then just made Shema pass to pass by. And he said, neither have Yahuwah chosen this. All the ones who you expect to be the one. All if you expect to go, that ain't what y'all chose because you're looking at it wrong. You got the wrong mindset on it. You got the wrong point of view on it. You got the wrong perspective on it. You look at the wrong point of view. You got to look at what y'all is looking at. And the only way that y'all is looking at it, you got to get out your flesh. Because your flesh make you quit. Your mindset make you stop. Your mindset will make you choose the wrong person because you're impatient. Some of y'all men and women looking for a husband or looking for a wife. Some men, some, some, some of y'all men go get a strange woman because her booty big. Her breasts plumped up and she got Vaseline on them, making them shine in the light. She in the truth, she long out, and you think that's the one. She just is just a better, just a better herself was. 
She just is wavering. As wavering as, if waveringness was a word, that's her. Let me show you what y'all be looking for. Come on, let's pay attention to this thing. We're going to come back over here. Don't get scared now. Stay with me. Y'all see this? See, you, you, you listen to what she's saying instead of listening to what y'all saying. My son, attend unto my wisdom. Proverbs 5, verse 1. And by your ear to my understanding. Pay attention, boy. And let me tell you something. That you may regard discretion. That you may regard discretion. That you may regard that, 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 that you may, may be able to regard uh uh something that's evil or sometimes good, that you may have understanding about some things, be able to distort, be, to be able to, to, to be able to discard discretion, lewdness, witty, to understand what's going on, to be to, to be able to be able to shamar, defend, uh oh, be attentive to it, to be able to spot it out when you see it coming to you. So let me give you wisdom, boy, on how to carry yourself. Like I tell my sons in my plain words, and I ain't trying to hide it, but I told my son, boy, don't love no hoe, don't marry no hoe. So I got friends that marry hoes. Telling you the truth, I got friends that marry girls that my friends and ran train, uh, trains on them. Four, five minutes at a time, then hit her. We done saw it done, and the next day he kissing in the mouth, he love and go with her. She his girlfriend now. He tell her, he tell her she ain't no hope no more. But then you see, two three months later, he cried because he, because his whole girlfriend he just that, that we just that we just saw was right down the street where we run. He told her she ain't no hope no more. Yeah, okay, because she said something to you that made sense to you, huh? Mm. Well, pay attention for the list of a strange woman. My bad, Azor. A woman that commits adultery, a strange woman, a whore. The list of a strange woman, drop as a honeycomb. Her mouth is smooth and oil. She got game. Her words are sweet, make you want to taste them a little bit. You say what? Yeah. You, you want that. You want to go get it because she got it going on. Yeah, and her mouth smoother than oil. But guess what, though? But her end is as bitter as wormwood. Yeah, and sharper as a two-edged sword. Cut you all the way up. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. Lest, you, lest thou should ponder the path of life, her ways are movable. And guess what, boy? You can't know them. So pay attention and hear me now. And depart, depart therefore, O you children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. But that ain't, that ain't just for the women, I mean, excuse me, for the men, though. Because see, your women don't, don't read, it's talking, about, it's talking about a stranger too, a strange woman and a stranger. This ain't, this ain't just talking about the Gentiles, this talking about a whole, a male whole. Strange, strange. My son, so y'all ladies, listen to your daddy speak. Young women on here, listen to the pastor speak to you and tell you the truth. My son, if thou, and then, and then, and then even your boys who want to be friends with the stranger, the stupidity man, giving you bad advice. 
my son, if you be surety, if, if, if thou be surety for thy friend, if thou hast shaken thy hand with a stranger, guess what? You are snared with the words of your mouth. You, you are taken with the words of your mouth. Hands with a man who you know is wicked. Not somebody who you don't know, somebody who you know ain't right. And you and you, they friends, you snare by them same words. You're just in the same category. My bad birds of a flat, I mean. You know, they fight together. Do this now, boy. And deliver yourself. Girl, you too. It ain't just talking about the man. It's talking about the man and the woman right here. You, you say, my son, it's talking about the male and the female, though. Let's look at it from the position point of view. Do this now, my son, and deliver yourself when you are coming to the hand of your friend. And go humble yourself and make sure your friend, before you just try to become their friend, or you want to get with them and you want to give it to them, or you want to marry them, or you want to, or you want to be there for them, make sure yourself, uh, humble yourself and make sure your friend, and you can't find out no friend in no three, two or three months. I think it's foolish to marry a person in two or three months. You don't even know them. I was with my wife for almost two years, over a year before we, before we got married. Give not sleep to our eyelids, nor slumber to our eyes, but you will deliver yourself as a rope from the hand of a hunter. Yeah, because you're going to get devoured. And as a bird from the hand of a fowler, or you're going to get devoured, and you better make a move of it. First, this ain't just talk about you working. It's about you being diligent about getting yourself in order and, 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 and doing what's right without somebody trying to guide you. That's what it's talking about as well. Look at it. Go to the ant, you lazy person. You sluggard. And consider her ways and be wise. You insolent person. Not just slothful and lazy. Consider her ways and be wise. Which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, she still, they still go work, provided her meat in the summer and gather her food in the harvest. How long will you be asleep? It ain't just you laying out in your bed. It's you sleeping in your mind, not paying attention to what's going on. Wake up! How long will you be asleep? Oh, you insolent person. Oh, sluggard. When will you arise out of your sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little fold of the hands. Shall your poverty come to you? as one that traveleth, and thou won't as an armed man. You got to understand, even in the Torah, poverty, poverty don't just come to you because you are lazy. Poverty comes to you through disobedience. Remember, we just saw Elimelech. Remember the Torah about your brother waxing poor. That comes through disobedience. Remember what Paul said then, so you can understand Torah. Will you find your brother overtaking in the fall? Then you go restore him. It ain't just talking about them not, not working, being lazy in the house, getting high all day, drunk, and sleep like fat Albert. It's talking about you in sin, disobedience. It's going to make you look like oops, upside the head. It's going to have you looking like who did and what for in a little while. It's going to come up on you as one of the travelers. And your want gonna be as an armed man. Look at here, a naughty person, a wicked man. Look at look here, women, so you can understand the spotting from wisdom. A naughty person, a wicked man with a forward mouth, perverse mouth. Don't talk by faith. Not no man just cussing. 
He ain't got no faith. He's talking against Yah. He, he causing disobedience to come, to come at you. He wake up his eye and speak with his feet. He can't, he, he moving, he chitching with his fingers. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he Mr. Flamboyant, Mr. F-L-A-M-B-O-Y-A-N-T, Mr. Flamboyant. Frowardness is in his heart. He devises mischief, and if he pull you from anybody that's righteous, he sows discord. So y'all got a man or a woman that pull you from your family, pull you from your children, pull you from people, he ain't the one from you. He done sold discord, but yet still you want to be foolish and stay with him anyway, but then you'll get what you're going to get then. Because guess what is going to happen to him? It's going to happen to you too. Therefore, his calamity comes suddenly. And suddenly, he shall be broken without remedy. They're going to go no further on that. Eat that up a little bit. You'll taste on it. I'm tell you what. It might be taste like some, some, some vinaigrette in your mouth. But when it hits your stomach, you'll be full in a minute. Keep on chewing it. Yeah. See, we sit here and look on the outward appearance. How good somebody looks things they tell us, how much money they got, how tall they are, what they got going on. But we never take our time to pray to y'all to reveal the heart. See, I don't mind nobody praying, asking y'all to show you about me. Because I ain't gonna hide, I can't hide from you anyway. And even if I didn't want you to pray to y'all about me, you should. Let him show you who we are, because then you'll know the truth until it leads to your own mindset. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. I know y'all tight, but it's right, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And again, just and, and again, Yeshua, and again, Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, Y'all have not chosen these. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are all your children here? Is everybody here? Cause ain't none of them, cause y'all see me down here to choose a king, to choose somebody, and I ain't found none of them out of all your children. This can't be it. The very one that everybody want to overlook is the one who y'all choose. Quit making yourself be so insignificant and realize you chose them y'all. That boy had a big heart. Pay attention. And same thing just like all your here all your children. And he said, there remain of yet the youngest. And behold, he keep the sheep. He was a who? A keeper of the sheep. He tended the flock. He was a shepherd. He was a pastor. He, he, he was a prophet. He wasn't a man, he, he wasn't a man out there bumping right then. He learned how to bump by keeping the sheep. He learned how to protect from his heart, not out of a duty. <laughs> he learned how to protect something of value, not out of duty. He learned how to tend to life and protect their life. His daddy, she, he cared about his daddy and he cared about his daddy's sheep and he kept them. And that's the one who y'all wanted, one who gonna love his daddy and do what's right and care about life more than doggone, uh, you know, what would they call them things? Accolades or what have you. Yeah, y'all about to picture who David is now. He said, and he said, he said, he, he, he said, there remain of yet one. There remain of yet uh, the youngest, and behold, he keep the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and fetch him, but we will not sit down till he come. Well, that's the king, boy. Yeah, we ain't even finna sit down. And he sent and brought him in. 
But he was ruddy, a little red boy. <laughs> a little yellow boy, huh? Or oh, he might not been yellow, might have been like a red complexion. A little brown skin, red up on the tongue. Or oh, might have been a red, but I don't know. The little ruddy boy. And with all, look here, a beautiful cowboy boy looked good too. Look here, and good to look, and good to look to too, handsome. And y'all said arise and knowing him. But this is he. Y'all loved him. Yeah, I can imagine y'all getting excited about him. And look here, I want y'all to feel excited about me. I told I told him one time, I was just talking to my wife one time years ago. I was look, I was look here. The most I passed out when I was born. Yes, son. Could not keep itself together. Yeah, when she started dancing, the rock was playing the organ, and y'all just passed out. It was a whole hush in the Shamayim when I came down to Rifkin now. I said, there you go. And when I came up, it was a thunderous applause. You better think of yourself as somebody great from the eyes of y'all. Yeah, I, I, I want y'all to love me. And I love y'all. He my friend. I don't think y'all gonna get mad at me here like this. I know I'll pass out. Look here, but I can't keep back a post about him. <laughs> and that's my daddy. You hear me? And he's sitting and brought him in. Now he was ruddy. And with all of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look, and y'all said a rock and anoint him. This is he. And then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brother, anointed him in the midst of his brethren, everybody. And the Ruach of Yah came upon David from that day forward. And Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. He announced to nobody he was a king, only David and his family. But he anointed him in the midst of his family. And let me tell you some family, recognize when you're anointing that's on the person in your family, and you better follow that. Cause that's what that lies in your blessing. Some folks will kick against y'all, but don't realize the most high get you. Praise y'all. I'm gonna continue to read Isaiah. I'm, I'm in my flow. But the spirit of y'all departed from Saul, and the evil spirit from y'all troubled him. Now, now, now he got a demon on him. Because let me tell y'all something. Like most I told uh, uh, Noah in Jubilees, demons don't have power over the wicked. Excuse me. Demons don't have power over the righteous. Demons don't have power over the righteous. Demons got power over the wicked. Saul couldn't even hip himself. He was so wicked. And y'all made him like that right? because he was just a wicked man anyway. So guess what y'all did? Gave over to his own heart. Let me show y'all some more Torah. Let's precept something. Look at here. Romans 1 verse 18 says this, for the wrath of Elohim is revealed from the Shamayim against all ungodliness and unrighteousness. The wrath of Yah is revealed from the Shamayim against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. You know better, but you still Hold the truth. Let me tell you something, y'all. Especially to you, if you hang around people who get high with pills and and hair around and all that stuff, and and live and, and, and run between men, you are just as guilty as them. You know, I don't know what they do, but you're around them. If you live in the house with them, if you associate with them by going out with them, you are you are associated with them. You are like them from y'all's perspective. 
You are holding the truth in unrighteousness. You know better and still choose to make a decision. You better get your, I'm, I'm warning every last one of y'all on this line. You better run today. Get yourself from around the unrighteousness before, because when, when the calamity comes, it's going to hit you as well. Don't believe me. You will see it for yourself. For the wrath of Elohim is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Why? Because that which may be known of Elohim is manifest in them. Why? For Yah has showed it unto them. Yah now already showed you mm, the truth. Yeah, so you want to, yeah. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. So guess what, family? They are without excuse. Yeah, I'm saying what I'm saying to you. Because that, when they knew Elohim, they glorified him not as Elohim. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Push pause, Romans 121, pause on that. And let me show you something, family. Move this thing over here. Thing. There we go. We're we'll coming to Romans one twenty one in a minute. Exodus twenty seven. Torah says this: that thou shalt not take the the authority. So y'all talking about the name? No, this word name is a Hebrew word shim. It means y'all's authority, y'all's character. Y'all's honor. You don't disrespect y'all's authority and character. When you say you live for y'all, you love y'all, and start doing things opposite, you taking y'all's name in vain. Just a word to you now. For thou shalt not take the name of Yahuwah, your Elohim, in vain. For Yahuwah will not hold him guiltless. That takes his name in vain. Because they, when they knew Elohim, they glorified him not as Elohim, neither were they thankful, ungrateful, always complaining, always grumbling, always got a problem, always envious. And because of that, but they became vain in their imaginations in your mind. You start longing. Well, I can't do this. I can't use it. I'm being here. Start saying all kinds of stuff in your mind. To, uh, start telling other folks, complaining, lying on people, saying things about folks, saying stuff because you you were like where you was at. Guess what? You became vain in your mind. They became vain in their imaginations. Their foolish heart was darkened. It's probably hard for some of y'all, huh? Want to get up off of here, don't you? Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and change the esteem of the uncorruptible Elohim into an image made like the corruptible man and to birds and to four-footed beasts 
and creeping things. Wherefore Elohim also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts, to his under their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of Elohim into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this call, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to kill this, this, this gay spirit real quick because I don't care about no LBGTQ. You, you gay, you're going to hell. I don't care what you're getting mad. You ain't got to fund us. I don't care. Homosexuals, all homosexuals are going to burn in a lake of fire. Put your nuts off and get your vagina. Grow you a little dingling. Get you some titties. Cut them off. Grow you a beard. You going to burn. Now run and tell that. I got family members. Carlissa is a, is a, is a, is a, is a lesbian. And I family won't say nothing. She going to go to hell right along with them. They don't get it right. And I don't care about nobody getting mad. And whoever is my family that's dykes or faggots, you going to burn too. For this cause, Elohim gave them up to bowel affections. For even their women did exchange the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of a woman, burning their own lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving to themselves the recompense of their error, which was meat. Yeah. Yeah. So guess what? Unapologetically. Because see, cry loud. The most I've been telling me that all morning in my mind, yesterday, cry loud and spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression. I didn't even, I just, it just kept coming to my ruach. I ain't know it's going to be with this time. But the wisdom of y'all, praise y'all for his goodness, huh? Praise y'all. So I don't care. But the spirit of Yahuwah departed from Saul because of it, because, because he was once a king, y'all. But he allowed people to get the best of him. He kept secrets. He was envious. Didn't want to tell nobody nothing. Even when y'all called him to be a king, he didn't tell his uncle. Even when y'all told him that I got somebody better than you, he didn't say nothing. He kept it to himself. He didn't repent. He wasn't remorseful. He just heard what it was said and, 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 and faked the funk. Grab Samuel's mental, mental and ripped it and made Samuel come over there and worship. He was a, a, a phony. Some of y'all just like Saul, envious, don't want to tell nobody nothing, but you know what y'all telling you, but you, you won't even repent. Your heart is hard. You got an evil spirit upon you. But the spirit of Yahuwah depart, you got to repent. But the spirit of Yahuwah departed from Saul. And the evil spirit from Yahuwah troubled him. He started being tormented in your mind. Can, look here. If your mind tormented, if your mind can't get no rest, if you, if you can't sleep, if, you, if, if you're trembling, that's called torment, y'all. That's not y'all. You want some shalom? Repent. Turn from your sins. Ask y'all to give you shalom. Save you. You can have peace in your heart. And Saul's service unto him, behold, now an evil spirit from Elohim troubled thee. They told him that. 
Let our master now, let our master now command thy service, which are before thee to seek out a man who is coming, who is a cunning player on a heart. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit of Elohim from uh, when the evil spirit, when the evil spirit from Elohim is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand, and you shall be well. Let me say this before I go any further. See, a king is a leader. And Yah uses leaders to bring order to his people. The king is supposed to learn no Torah. The king has the spirit of Yah. The king brings assurance, and Yah brought the king to get that evil spirit off Saul. And the thing that's so bad is Saul himself rejected the king. He rejected, you can see that on in, in, in the book, he rejected Yah's, Yah's king. He, he rejects the one who get that demon up off of him. Pay attention. Power in that. And Saul said unto his service, provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me. Then answered one of the servants and said, behold, I have seen the son of Jesse. This y'all's will now. The Bethlehemite roof them people. Boaz them great, great, great grandson. A great four greats or three great one of the greats. He, he, they, they're in the same family. The, the, the son of Jesse the Bethlehemite, that's how y'all brought him over. That's see, let me tell you something. Your gift make room for you. That's how y'all gonna bring you in before the people through the gift. Because let me tell you something, the adversary always lurking to see who he can devour. He's trying to see. So y'all gotta bring you in the way he can bring you in and set you up. You need to quit trying to make your own way. You ain't got to try to make your own way. You ain't got to try to do it by yourself. All you got to do is love y'all and be your beauty, your gift to make room for you and bring you before great men. He'll make you great. David's gift brought him before Saul. Mm. Then said one of the servants, then one of the servants, then asked one of the servants and said, behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning and plain. And, mighty, and a mighty valiant man and a man of war. Look, a little short boy. Look, a mighty valiant man can play. Look, he's ready and prudent in matters and a comely, and a comely person. And Yahuwah is with him. Mm. And, and so Saul understood Jesse when he came. I mean, David when he came. Wherefore Saul sent a message unto Jesse and said, Send me David, your son, which is with the sheep. And David took an ass laden with bread, and Jesse took an ass laden with bread and a bottle of wine, and a kid, and sent them by David, his son, to Saul. And David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly. Yet David loved Saul and became his armor bearer. So when Saul went to war, David was the one that hit the war. So guess what? David fought with Saul. Like, like, like Nathan hit the armor bearer and they went to fall, David began to fight with Saul. It was the only bearer that gave that power to that man. <laughs> Pay attention, he get his 10,000. Okay, we'll get on that later on. And Saul sent to Jesse saying, let David, pray, let David, I pray thee, stand before me. Here, for he had found favor in my sight. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from Elohim was upon Saul, that David took a harp and played with his hand. And Saul was refreshed and was well and the evil spirit departed from him. 
Praise Yah. Y'all give me, give me one more chapter, y'all. We're going to get on back on now. We're going, and, I, and, I, and I'll let you go. Hallelujah. Just want y'all just to hear the word of Yah. Yeah. Thy word, y'all say y'all hear it in y'all heart. So don't then don't see any gifts. Now the Philistines got together their armies to battle. And we got together at uh, Sukkot, which belonged to Judah, and pitched between Sukkot and Azekha in Ephesadamayim. Ephesadamayim, one of them just, just pray me, pray and bear with me. And Saul and the men of Yasharal were got together and pitched by the battle of Elah and set the battle in the rail against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on the, on the, on the mountain on one side, and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side, and there was a valley between them. Now, y'all, let me let me say something to y'all as well. I keep on going further. Sometimes, y'all, it's you, it's you who y'all wants to use to defeat these giants. Not just in your life, in your family's life, in your people's life. You got to understand purpose. I heard somebody, Dr. Miles Monroe say one time, the greatest tragedy in life is not death. Even he was a false prophet because he was a Christian who earned a Sunday and didn't keep the feast. Miles Monroe is a false prophet. Anybody that does not keep the covenant of Yah is not of Yah. That's a sign between us and Yasharal. It's a Shabbat. That's what the Bible says. But he had a great saying. He said, the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but it's life without reason. It's dangerous to be alive and not know why you're given life. When you don't understand your purpose, you'll abuse your life. You need to understand what your purpose is. Your purpose is to seek the kingdom of y'all. Walk by faith. Live a set-apart life. Learn Yah's Torah. Love your neighbor. Love Yah. Do those things first, and you'll see Yah walk you right into what he has planned for your life. And the Philistines stood on the mountain on the one side. Israel stood on the mountain on the other side, and there was a valley between them. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath. Like my uncle used to say, Goliath, because he was lying to Israel. <laughs> Named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. How tall is that matter? About nine feet something. And he had a helmet of brass. Huh? Say, yes, that's nine feet. Okay. You, Goliath was nine feet tall. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head. And he was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of his coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. Malachi, could you add these up and give us, give us a, uh, the weight of this in a minute, please? 5,000 shekels of brass. Okay. And he had, and, and, and he had greaves of brass upon his legs and the target of brass between his shoulders. And the staff of a spear or like a, was like a weaver's beam. And the spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron. And one bearing a shield went before him. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Yasharal and said unto them, Why are you come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine and you and you service to Saul? Choose you a man 
for you and let him come to me. A little shout man gonna come out there and fight ain't. There ain't no fear when it comes to y'all. Scared nobody. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall you be our servants and serve us. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Yasharal this day. Not really. He, he defined the army of Yah. He defined Yah. He in trouble. I defy the armies of Yasharal to this, this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. And when Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now, David was the son of the Ephraite. The David was the son of the Ephraite of, Be of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse. And he had eight sons. And the man went among men, and the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. His daddy was an old man, and he had eight sons in the days of Saul. Jesse was. He was an elder. And the, th and the three elder sons of Jesse went and followed Saul to the battle. In the name of his, uh, uh, in the name of, in the name of his, his three sons, excuse me, in the name of, of his three sons were Eliab the firstborn, and unto him, unto him was Abinadab, and the third was Shema. And these are the ones who Samuel looked at and said, "Ooh, surely!" But y'all knew, but y'all knew that deep in their heart they was cowards and was going to fall under pressure. And y'all didn't want them. That's why I'm not good to look to the. No matter how big they was, how good they look, y'all know it wasn't no real fight in them. We look for the big people with the big crowds, because that's the fight. There ain't no real fight in that crowd. That's a bunch of fluff, a bunch of whipped cream people. Yeah, just taste good, but you really can't taste it. You don't even know if you, you don't even know if you swallowed it yet. Why? Because they bit it on your tongue when you put it in your mouth. Where'd it go? <laughs> Praise y'all. So, so look here, 140 pounds total. Everything he had on him, he had to bump him. Boy, that boy was strong. The lie was strong. These men trembled. Probably had butterflies in their stomach. Probably pooting. So I had to go pee. <laughs> Scared to go out there. <laughs> Three eldest sons of Jesse went and followed Saul to the battle. And the names of the three sons that went to the battle were Eliab, the firstborn, and next unto him was Abinadab, and then the third was Shema. And David was the youngest. He ain't got the others out there, the others didn't even go to war. And David was the youngest, and the three elders followed Saul. But David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep of Bethlehem. And the Philistines drew near. <clears throat> Do near morning and evening, and presented themselves. Excuse me. And the and the Philistine and the Philistines drew near. Philistine drew near morning and evening, and presented himself forty days. And Jesse said to David his son, "Take now thy brethren an ephah of his parched corn, this parched corn, and these ten loaves, and run to the camp of thy brother." Now look here. The Most High, the Most High allowed them to deal with that. For 40 days, and for 40 days, nobody would come out to fight Goliath. Ain't that something? Y'all, let that be proven. For 40 days, nobody came in. The man came in a matter of hours and ready to bump. Mm. 
and carry, and carry these 10 cheeses unto the captain of their thousand. And look how our brethren fare and take their pledge. Look, see, check on your brothers for me. See, and, and let, let me know what they say. Yeah. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistine. And Saul <clears throat> and David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with, with a keeper and he went back home to, to, to be the shepherd. And David rose up early in the morning and left the, keep, the sheep with a keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench and as the host was going forth to the fight and shouted for battle. But Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array. Oh, excuse me, for Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in a battle in array, army against army. And David left his, his carriage in the hand of a keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren. He came, he, he come, he, look here, he come out of being obedient to his daddy to come see his brethren. But y'all see how y'all gonna see how the adversary will always love to try to discourage you, even if it's your own family members. Even if it's your own fault. Why? Because nobody wants you to accomplish the will of y'all in the flesh. They're gonna talk about your dog, you out, you ain't nothing, you're weak, you a coat, they're holding you back. They're gonna talk about you. Why? That's only to discourage you from doing the will of y'all. You cannot allow the adversary to, to, to discourage you from doing y'all's will, even if it's your own mama, your own daddy, your own brother or sister, your own child. It does not matter. Even if it's your uncle, your auntie, even if it's the folks in your assembly or people who you use your fellowship with, you cannot allow anybody to discourage you, to talk about you, you fake, you ain't real, you trying to show out, you arrogant, you know, you can't let this stuff discourage you. You coming out of obedience from your father. You being led by the rule of Yah, you can't be discouraged by what people say. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion of the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name. Out of the armies of the Philistines, I want to keep on going on this thing. Out of the armies of the Philistines and speak according to the same words. And David heard them. And, and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, Guess what? Fled from before him and was so afraid. Jesse, I'm mean, excuse me, Saul, Eliab, Abinadab, and Shema, and Jonathan, everybody was scared. Look here, that wasn't y'all. They, they were scared. They was cowardly. We know y'all ain't gave us a spirit of fear, but they gave us power, love, and a sound mind. But these men were scared because they didn't have no faith in the Yah who they was talking about they served. <laughs> they had faith in their own abilities. That's why I describe how tall Goliath was. That you know he was tall and they was afraid of his height. They was afraid of how he big it was, how strong he looked. They couldn't go out. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man that has come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killed him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give his, him his daughter and make his, and make his father's house free in Israel. And that's how Yahweh set them free through David, the king, through war, 
man, talk about spiritual warfare. It had been Ruach first, first the net or the, the natural, first the natural, then the spiritual. Guess what? Y'all finna set them free all the way around. And David spoke to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killed his Philistine and take away the reproach of Israel? But who will uncircumcised Philistine? What's gonna be done there? He heard that. Probably wanna get married, Isaiah. Probably want him a wife. And you're gonna have some money. My daddy gonna be free. Man, who is he now? He heard of hope. He heard something said. Probably been praying about it. Probably been wanting. Probably already heard y'all. Oh, it's on. It's supposed to be on. Huh? And then what he said, look here. And David spoke to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killed this Philistine and took away the reproach of Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defy the armies of the living Elohim? See, David was talking about y'all. David ain't caring nothing about uh, uh, Saul. Oh, uh, man, ain't y'all right. And the people answered him after this manner, saying, so shall it be done to the man that killed him. And Eliad, he is now, y'all know how the older brothers you know, get, or, 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 or family members get, I was just saying, family members get, now, they want, now, now, now you want to talk now and discourage this man from walking by faith. Because you ain't got none. Like many of our family members do, and some of y'all done fell for it, then cause you to backslide in the sin, to cause you to stop walking by faith. And made you look at which and made you look at your situation, made you look at your circumstance, made you have common sense, made you walk by five senses. Y'all better understand that was David's son. That was David's son that wrote Proverbs. So it was, it was it, so he, he he had to get that from his daddy, huh? Yeah, he can't get it from his daddy. His daddy had to teach the boy, look here, don't lean to your own understanding. No, but in all your ways acknowledge y'all. Don't be going with what you think in your own mindset. Mm, he'll direct your path. And Eliab, the eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, why camest thou down here? Why you done came down here? And David ain't come being nosy. David came because his daddy sent him. And with whom has you left those few sheep in the wilderness? They trying to knock what he got going on at the house. Trying to put him down his little few sheep. <laughs> you trying to belittle him now. I know your pride and your nothingness of that heart. Now you're trying to accuse the man of being in sin. For having faith in y'all. Ain't that something? Ain't that how adversary do? Y'all better quit listening to people. You better stop listening to the adversary, to the devil in your mind. You better stop taking heed to these seducing spirits. And you better hear the word of y'all. For you are come down that that for you are come down that you might see the battle. And we know that's not the truth. And we know that's not what David done or why he was there. We just read why he came because daddy sent him check on them and they got mad his brother got to start talking to him crazy older brother now and david said what have i done what have what have i now done what am i doing now what he said what have i now done is it not a cause and it's a cause he was it's a cause man y'all let me tell y'all something listen to me it's a cause for us to speak up the reason why we're going through this Bible, the whole book, every book, chapter for chapter, 
because we it's a real reason behind it. Not to be seen and be great, not to get no big following, not to have a thousand people on here or on no. Now, however y'all grow us, how you gonna grow us? So for people to hear, that ain't got nothing to do with us. We doing this because ain't y'all tired of y'all people getting killed? Ain't y'all tired of having our, our, our family members dying of drug overdose? Ain't y'all tired of y'all family members dying in prison? I done had two. Ain't y'all tired of y'all family members dying of drug overdose? I had a brother die. Ain't y'all tired of y'all aunties getting whooped down by, 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 by men? I done had a, a, a couple of them. Ain't y'all tired of y'all uncles being ran by strange women? I done had a few of them. Ain't y'all tired of y'all family members, y'all and, and their children going down those same paths, not making it, not taking care of their children, not being honorable men, not being virtuous women. I have seen, I'm tired of my family losing. I love my family. I love y'all. I'm tired of seeing us lose. It's got to be a cause, y'all, to fight for this. That's why I'm talking like I'm talking. That's why I name names. That's why we say what we say, because you got to be fighting for a cause. It's got to be a reason. And you can't let nobody talk you out of your reason. Me and my family don't have nobody in our family in the truth, but me and my family. They think we crazy. They don't invite us to nothing. They tell us we ain't fit to raise no children. We hold our children back. Some, even our kids, come on now, don't pray with my children. Even my daughter, they got her, deceived her. She think we holding her back. Because some, somebody said, listen, it's got to be a cause. People be saying stuff. You can't be worrying no more about this stuff. You got to stick them in fight to get them free. These folks bound. These folks bound 40 days. How long your family been bound? My mama's dad died in 1979. He was an alcoholic. Had seven seizures when he died. And my other granddaddy, Charlie Jr., he died when I was 20. He was an alcoholic. And went to prison in my teenage years. He died in my room. He had close to the liver. He was an alcoholic. It's gotta be somebody y'all that's gonna stand up for the cause to get your family free, to get your folks free. Are you gonna be the one or are you gonna stay scared? You gonna stay scared of what somebody got to say. You gonna stay scared to come out and fight. You gotta be willing to give your life up. Mashiach said, "If you willing to give, find it for me, I said, put it in his so I can read it." Trying to save your life, you are gonna lose your life. They trying to save their life, but scared to come outside. David, David was 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 willing was willing to to uh to give his life, and guess what? He gained it. Hmm. Ain't that something? And he turned from him toward another. Another person was brother. And he spoke the same manner where everybody talking about you. Keep all them crazy. 
Chibari and did this. Chibari and did that. Everybody talk about us. I even had my own family member came to my house uh, uh, last week and got smart me in my own driveway. I just overlooked them. Everybody got something to say based on probably lies that was told about us or their own opinion. I don't know. Really don't care. Because I know who I am and I know my heart's intentions. I know I'm following y'all. And when they, if they come wrong, y'all going to get them. Watch it. You better pay attention to that. You will see y'all do it. But everybody got something to say when you want to go fight to get them free. These folks fight to keep themselves bound. They fight to stop David from setting them free. Don't you listen to your mom and your daddy to tell you to walk from righteousness, to make you stop following Torah. They don't you listen to people in your family, your friends, to tell you to, to, to stop following righteousness? They talking their own demise. They're talking to keep themselves bound. If this man go out there and fight, he fight for them, and they want to stay in the same place, look like to me. And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. This is what's going to happen, though. I know, I, I know they're trying to tell you don't go, but the folks said, look here, no, you're going to get this and that and this and that. And when the words were heard, which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul. And he said to him, let me tell you something. And look here, even when the adversary is trying to set you up and trying to kill you, you better realize if y'all is already with you, you got to have faith in what y'all had already spoke to you. David had to be by faith. You got to remember he had already had a word over his life. Don't forget he was just anointed king in front of his brethren. And even though they didn't believe it, based on their words, don't mean he didn't. He can't die. Let me tell you something. You can't lose walking in the will of Yah. Walking by faith, if you got a word already spoken over your life. It was the moment when the most high told Abraham, walk before, walk before me and be thou town meme. And he told Abraham he was going to have a, a son by, 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 by Sarah. Y'all better understand. And I'm going to say it like I'm saying, Abraham could not get an erection no more. Sarah would pass the age of menopause. Her womb was dead and she was barren. She was in a double whammy. But when you look at Romans 4, it said Abraham did not consider his own body being dead. He, he, he forgot what the, the circumstance was. Now he going on what y'all said. So he didn't consider his own body being dead. As Romans chapter 4 read it, neither he considered the deadness of Sarah's womb. That's what the Bible said. It said he didn't stagger at the promise of y'all through unbelief. But he was strong, uh, 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 strong in his faith. In the same chapter, even it looked like it was hopeless, that little old short rutted boy and that tall man, even right there with David did same thing with Abraham couldn't get hard against hope. He still believed in hope and did not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief, but was, fully, but was strong in his faith. And was fully persuaded that what y'all had promised, he was able to do.
So David ain't going on what they words. David ain't going on what they words got to say. David started going on the word of Yah. He had to go out there by faith. Like y'all got to have faith. Like we all have to have faith. You can't listen to the naysayers, the ones of unbelief. It don't matter what they get to you pointing it. Well, look at that. It might be true that you was like that at one point in time in your life. It might be true that you did that. So what did y'all say about you? That's what matters. And when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed him before Saul, and he sent, and he sent, uh, he sent him, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, "Let no man's heart fail because of him." Look, I ain't no, no what, what? Huh? Look here, I'm kin of David. I know him. I got I, that's my friend. I love him. Boy, David is strong. Boy. Let no man, let no man's heart fail because of him. I go out there. Send me I go. Thy servant would go and fight with this Philistine. Little old short boy. Little old brother's boy. <laughs> huh? He's the smartest one of our oldest brothers. Oh, old, old ruddy boy. Old tall nine foot man with a whole lot of heavy weight on it. It, 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 just, it, it was just like Floyd Mayweather going to boss Mike Tykes. <laughs> See, I think Floyd greater than Mike. The Floyd was undefeated in his heyday. Mike got knocked out by a buster. Yeah, old Douglas. <laughs> yeah, and David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, thou art not able. Now he, he, he doubted. Well, you can't do that. That folks told me. You can't go past nobody. You ain't got no money. And Saul said, I done had folks left me alone because I ain't had no money. They broke, leave them. <laughs> and Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth. And he a man of war from his youth. That boy, that boy grew up strong. But you a boy. No, he a king. He ain't no boy. His name ain't Willie. Weak Willie the Wimp. And David said to Saul, thy servant, look here, your servant, I kept my father's sheep. And there came a lion in the bow and took a lamb out of the flock. They came and took the lamb. There came a lion and a bear. They can't, I guess they got one apiece. So at one point, no different times, I reckon. They took a limb of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. It didn't even die. He was like, that lion's over there finna get at him. It don't, say, it don't say there was no little bit of baby lion. That lion had a beard. Look, look, baby lion ain't got no beard. Grown lions do. Strong big boys got beards. He wasn't no baby. He was a man. I wish you could lie with you. Took off running. Only two men you see him up there. So that's Samson and David. <laughs> huh? Uh, I said, I said, I said, huh? Okay. 
and I delivered him, and I went in, and I went after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard. I ain't grabbed by his tail. I caught him by the face, baby, and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. That's an animal, beast. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living Elohim. And David said, moreover, the Yahuwah, moreover, David had faith in Yah. That's why he had faith in Yah's own heart. And David said, moreover, Yah had delivered me out of the paw of the lion. That lion could have mauled him. That bear could have mauled him. I seen a video, man, a, a movie of a bear. Man, look here. What? Bears can climb trees. Bears can, man, look here. Lions ain't no joke. A lion, roar, and you're going to be, it's going to cause you to be unable to run because of the shock. And David said, moreover, Yahuwah had that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He would have lived me out of the hand of these, this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go, and y'all be with you. And Saul armed David with his armor. And he put a, a helmet of brass upon his head. He probably looked crazy trying to put on an armor that man provides. That's why you can't use what man give you to do nothing. I tried that. It didn't work. Everything anybody ever tried to give me and do for me or help us with anything when it comes to assembly, when it comes to our life, it never works. Y'all, it, it always fall apart. It's not by a man that can, that, that can help you in anything. It's by y'all. And if Saul, and guess what? We already know Saul's heart is envious. Let's say David went out there and whooped him in Saul's armor. He would have done and said the same thing he said about Jonathan. Because he wanted to get the victory. And Saul armed David with his armor. And he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail. Y'all speaking, boy. And David girded his sword upon his armor. And he was saved to go. He'll say to go. What's his word to say to go? He, 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 he didn't want to go like that. He couldn't go like that. He hesitated. Why? Because it, 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 it couldn't have been Saul's armor that got him. You know, and Saul, and guess what? That's how the devil do. Whenever you try to teach somebody, y'all can do something for you. Now they want to try to step in the hip to get the extent. <laughs> The devil always want to try to get in when you tell me, y'all get you the victory. They want to be your friend. And they want to come around you. You got to pay attention, like, like Pacey said, you better stop paying pay attention like the deaf folks. Look for the signs. That's the devil. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he was saved to go, for he had not proved it. And David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And they put them off him. I'm just going to use what Yah gave me. Because a, a, a natural stone from the earth is what Yah created. He made the, he made the rocks. <laughs> Yah gave him what to kill him with. Something simple. While we try to make things difficult. And he took his staff 
in his hand. And he chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a script, even in a script, even in a, a traveling pouch. And his sling was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistines. And the Philistines came on and drew near unto David, and the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistines looked about and saw David, he he disdained them. Man, what? <laughs> he, he was mad. <laughs> Who is this boy? For he was but a youth and a, and, 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 and ruddy. And out of a fair county, little pretty boy, the little boy did nothing. Been in the daddy house all his life, cleaning up sheep doo-dooing, fetching them water, taking them on trips to feed them. And they even in my hand fight me. Who this boy? <laughs> and the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you that came unto me with staffs? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Now he boasted by his, what, what, what they call Dagon? He boasted by his little false deities who they made. And the Philistine said to David, come on to me and I will give, and I will give your flesh to the fowls of the air, so that the buzzards and the crows and the hawks eat you. And to the beasts of the field, the hyenas and stuff. Let them eat you. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, so you come like you tough. Gangster nip. Thou comest to me, thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come in the authority. Y'all better pay attention to this. Y'all want to have victory, you walk in the same thing. He came in the authority of Yah. When you go pray to Yah, you go in the authority of Yahushua. That's what it means by his name. You go in all that he represents, his authority, and y'all respond to you. If you face anything head on with y'all's authority, you can't lose because y'all's not a loser. Meaning it was walking around losing because we're not walking in y'all's authority. And not said out of your mouth, it's said in your character and in your deeds. It's said in your heart. That's why when Michelle said, well, you go to y'all in my name. Your heart got to be contrite. You got to be tell me. We lift up our hands to receive your love. When all of you, ooh, oh, oh. all of you, ooh, what? We lift our hands to receive your love. Yeah, 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 we're going to be tell me. So we, we, we're in all of y'all because we can walk in y'all's authority. That's how y'all be getting the breakthrough in your life. Being able to see family members you ain't seen in a long time. Because you believe in y'all, you got faith, and you praying to y'all in an authority, and he responded. Moving the devil out of the way. Yeah, praise y'all. Then said David to the Philistine, you come to me looking like weak Willie the Wimp, old young Rudy Poot. You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to you in the authority of Yahuwah of hosts, of Yahuwah Zavuot. I come to you in war, boy, with the, with the coast of heaven's armies, the Elohim of the armies of Yasharal, whom you have to fight. 
This day when Yahuwah delivered you in my hand. See that thought that he's speaking? We got the same kind of authority when we're in Yah. You can speak with authority over the adversary. You ain't got to lay down because something seems to be bigger than you. You ain't got to lay down because you sometimes make you scared. You don't have to stop. You ain't got to quit. You ain't got to lay down. You can walk in the same authority. The most high don't change. This day will y'all deliver you into my hand. Just so you can start speaking words of life, speaking words of faith, feel words of what y'all going to do. Don't be moved. Don't, look here. And when you speak the word of y'all, it don't mean that everybody ain't going to try to fight you. He going to still fight. He going to turn the heat up. He going to pump the volume. You just better fight back. And don't you quit. Don't run away. If you've fallen, get up and fight back. Just man fall. Just woman. Just man fall seven times. A sinner land is mischief. It ain't no for you. The only way you're going to be judged, man, men and women of y'all, family, everything I said, the only way you'll be judged by is if you don't repent. This day will y'all deliver you into my hand. Well, well, well that's, that's for some of y'all. Some of y'all might be too late. I don't know. You may not want to repent. Your heart may be hard. But for the ones who are contract with a broken heart, contract still, if you repent, y'all got you. This day will Yahuwah deliver thee into my hand. And I will smite you and take your head off you. That we told him, I'm going to kill you, boy. Take your head off. I will smite you, thee, and take thine head from out, from out from thee. And I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, unto the wild beasts of the earth. We're going to eat you up. That all the earth may know there's an Elohim and Yasharal. See, when you win, y'all get to extend. And everybody gonna see it. It ain't never about you. David ain't making it about him. They say, I'm gonna whoop you. And they gonna know y'all did it. He gonna let me whoop you. <laughs> and all this assembly shall know that y'all save them. Not with a sword and spear. For the battle is y'all's. And he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew to meet. And I've been excited about it. I want to see how like I want to move it. I want to see, I want to see him get whooped. And it came to pass when the Philistines arose and came and drew not to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Y'all, y'all see, y'all see earlier, everybody else ran back, trying to get in the tent, get behind the hill in the tree, get in the trenches. David ran to him. He ran toward David. Now here it is, then big baby. David ran toward him. <laughs> yeah. He ran toward the whole army. I ain't scared of none of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't got to be scared. Get bold. This will make you just as strong and bold as it did when you ran Maccabees. Get bold in this thing. I ain't scared of none of y'all. You got to tell the devil that when you're trying to attack your marriage. When them demons trying to attack your health. With them, you trying to take your family or your wealth. You tell them, I ain't scared of none of y'all. Yeah, we trying to make you sin, make you scared. I ain't scared of you. Do something. I ain't scared of none of y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all gonna let me with you today. I'm gonna overcome. This time I ain't gonna fornicate. This time I ain't, I ain't gonna steal. This time I ain't gonna watch porn. 
This time I ain't gonna masturbate. This time I ain't gonna I, I ain't gonna leave. This time I ain't gonna rob. This time I ain't gonna bear false witness. This time I ain't gonna do wrong. I ain't gonna break Torah. This time I'm keeping the feast. This time I'm keeping the Shabbat. Yeah, no, 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 no. I ain't running. And then you run head on, face the enemy and fight. You ain't gotta be scared. No, no, no. Never scared. Mm -mm. And David put his hand in his bag and took this a stone and slang and smote the Philistine in the forehead. Guess what, y'all? That stone sunk into his forehead. It hit him in the head like a bullet. See how strong David was. Hit him with a strong, hit him with a stone like he shot him in the head. And the stone sunk into that means it hit him in his head, put a hole in his head. That means he kicked like a bullet, like he got shot. That's how strong he was. That's the power of Yah on a little ruddy boy. The one you want to call weak. You better use what's in the bag. You better use that power. And he fell upon, the, upon his face to the earth. And so David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. The live head one, though. Therefore, David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheep thereof and slew him and cut <clears throat> off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. Yeah. When the Bible tells you to resist the devil and he'll flee from you, that means you push back. Resist don't mean you said, I ain't gonna do it. It means you fight him back. You can't you cannot resist the devil by ignoring him. And guess what, y'all? Malachi put in the chat, Goliath had armor on his head too. You fight him back. Y'all, we ain't gotta be scared. Seeing ain't gotta prevail over us. We ain't gotta lose in life no more. Return back to the covenant of Yah, Israel. Return back to the covenant. Remain in the covenant and walk in your victory. Hallelujah. Praise Yah for his compassion toward us. And the men of Israel and of Judah arose and shouted. He saw all 12 tribes, baby. Excuse me, all 12 tribes saw me. And the men of Israel and of Judah arose and shouted and pursued the Philistines until thou come to the valley, to the gate of Ekron, and the wound of the Philistines fell down by the way to Sharaim, even unto Gath and unto Ekron, and the children of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistines and they spoiled their tents. Y'all gave them the victory. Y'all see that? How That's how your witness produced. That's how you have victory. That's how you're able to have be sustained by fighting. Ain't nothing given to you. Ain't nothing in life free. Not just in the doggone, in, 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 out here, in the natural, but it's also, guess what? In the spirit, ain't nothing in life free. You want to have victory from and overcome from sin? You got to fight for it. You got to stand and be willing to face it. Face your fears. I had a woman, I had a woman, you know, years ago, this has been years ago. 
send me a video of her booty twerking, naked booty. In my messenger. In my Facebook, she was a, uh, a Dominican. Now, I don't cheat on my wife. I, ain't, I, I never had that habit neither. You know, but she had that, uh, she was shaking her booty, calling me poppy. Hey, poppy. I'm like, what? Intrigued. Tempted. You know what I said to her? I said, you the devil. <laughs> you trying to set me up. <laughs> yeah, you trying to get me. Yeah. She got offended. But guess what? And she, and she, and she, she got mad. She quit talking to me. I ain't talking to her today. I, I, I wasn't talking to her then. It was out of the blue. But guess what? You got to fight. What if I thing would have got hard? And I would have said, send me a nut. Then I would say, hey, baby, I'll be back. I'm going to go to my mama's house. I'm going to go to the store. Oh, I got to go to work early on overtime. And I would have went and hit her. Then I would have had STDs on me. Or I would have lost my family. It wouldn't be no Ariella, Layla, Lorty, and Tova, and Rainer. And the one. It wouldn't have been, it, it, it been them. Because I would have lost my family. See, you got to fight against the adversary. You can't give in that easy because it just sounds good to you or look good to you. No. E e e e e even, even, even if you three, four hundred pounds and you know you fat. Now, I mean it like I said, I don't mean pretty hot and tempting needle. You know what well, some folks like to what they call pushing in the push. What they say? Yeah, something that some folks don't like that. But you know you unhealthy and you glut, cause y'all hates a glutton. He hates those who have a proud look, a lying tongue. Who those so those who so discord? Y'all hates that. And let's say I just read it for you. This right, this right here is 1754. Remind me, y'all, I'm on 1753. So let's go here. Because the thing is, everybody don't think that. Let me, and, and, and see, and guess what? Many of us, many of us have these habits. <laughs> you got to have authority to stop having these habits and ask yourself the question that we always ask all the time. Can you afford to love? Well, Yah hates. These six things do Yahuwah hates. Can you afford to love them? Because you bet your answer needs to be no. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look. An overestimation of yourself. Arrogant, narcissistic. A lying tongue. Lying. Telling lies. Bearing false witness. Lying on people. Just lie all the time. Lie. When we was young men, mess with a friend called Lion Brian. And he said came as a lie. And hands that shed innocent blood. People that kill people for no reason. Bullies. Murderers. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. In your heart, you devise wicked imaginations. 
is where it devises, scratch, let me see, engrave or think about it, making plans to go do wrong. Like, 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 look, like what was little Milton? Like he said, cheat. No, she's heel. Cheating in the next room. Huh? Making plans to see him soon. Talking softly on the telephone. Huh? Making plans to go out and do wrong. Ow! Huh? Device of mischief. Going to go steal your little son. Going to go steal. Finna go to the store now. You finna go steal. Now you finna go get. Now you finna go get high. Take you a couple of pills. Get him. Get your little hair on. Little fitting all or something. Yeah. Now you finna go do wrong. You devise an evil. You finna sneak out the house. You finna tell your parents you a lie. I'm finna go main them house. Being willing earlier finna go. You know what I'm saying? To Camp Lejeune this weekend. No, you finna go get some booty. Now you finna rock. See, the most I can't stand that. A heart that devise a wicked imagination. That's your thought process. All my bad. And feet that be running. Feet that be quick to run to mischief. Run, you ready to go do wrong. Ready to go do some wrong. I was a swiftly with it. A track star to go do bad. Huh? Oh, man. A false witness that speak lies. And he that saw a discord among the brethren, going and telling folks about other folks, and now guess what? Got them listening. Most of them already shown by a lot of folks that told lies about me and my wife around about folks who we fellowship with, even this past group, that told lies about us. And if you want to know, he going to get you. Showing discord among the brethren, make them look at us funny. Make them look at other folks funny. Yeah, y'all can't take that. He don't like that. And here we are, Tell me we love y'all but doing the things he hate. <laughs> and why I asked you again, my question again, can you afford to love what y'all hates? Because if you can, then there it is. Thank you, sir. I had a great baby come over here and put her fingers in the mouth and kiss her. No, I don't say no. <clears throat> and the children of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistines and they spoiled their tents. And David took the head of the Philistines and brought it to Jerusalem, the head of the Philistine, and brought it to Jerusalem. But he put his arm in his tent. And when Saul saw David go forth to get the Philistine, he said unto Abner, the captain of the host, Abner, whose son is whose son is this youth? He saw that power then, but a boy. Okay. And Abner said, Oh, thy soul, as thy soul liveth, O king, I cannot tell. Now Abner then was some bad folks now. Abner, Abner uh, he, he the one, what's his name? What, what, what was your brother's name? I said again. I, I said him. I, 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 I said he can run fast. He can run and talk real good. Abner one told him, look here, go ahead and turn that way, man, because you'll make Joey up get at me. Shoot, he can't run. Abner started running the fifth real running in the heart. 
Asiel was running. He could fight too and can run fast. He was scared to go out there and fight Goliath. Abner was. Weak Willie the Wimp. Abner, he asked Abner, whose son is this? And Abner said, as thy soul lives, O king, I cannot tell. I don't know. I ain't never seen this little boy. I don't know. <clears throat> and, and, and Saul knew whose son that was. Well, he, he told him to sit for Jesse to bring his son to pray to heart. And, say, and, and the king said, inquire thou whose son this striping is. Call him a striping. Boy, he called him a striped his lad. He's a stripling. <laughs> and, and, and as they returned from the slaughter of the Philistines, Abner took him and brought him before Saul and the head with the head of the Philistine in his hand. And Saul said to him, Whose son are, are, are you? Art thou, thou young man? And David answered, I am the son of thy servant Jesse. The Bethlehemite. Praise y'all for that. Listen here, y'all. Take heed to the lesson that we've learned today. Fair warning given to you. Most I say a warning coming for destruction. You know what I'm saying? Pride coming for a fall. It's your choice. But take heed to the lessons learned. You can choose to be in the flesh and keep going your way. Look here. And when he catch you in that way, keep going. You know what I'm saying? Or you can choose to turn and defy the adversary and walk for y'all and he'll give you the victory over all the enemies in your life. It's your choice. You choose. Praise y'all for his word. Hallelujah. Almighty, um, we thank you for your compassion and your mercy. And we thank you for your goodness, y'all, your strength. Thank you, Almighty, for being here with us, for keeping us, for showing us your ways, for showing us your will. Thank you, y'all, for being good. Y'all, help us to live an obedient life. I know y'all that the flesh, a lot of folks get offended. But y'all, help all those of us who say we love you to examine ourselves, to look at ourselves, to watch our heart. Help all of us, y'all, who say we love you to get ourselves in line, to walk as these kings and priests were supposed to, to walk as obedient children, having the victory of your sword. Y'all, be with us. Keep us, help us to live a set-apart life from your point of view. Yah, forgive us for all sins and cleanse us our minds for all unrighteousness. And help us, Yah, to live a set-apart life from your perspective, Yah, for real. And not live a religious life. Not live a traditional man-made life. But to live your kind of life. Show us, Yah, what it means to seek your kingdom first and all your righteousness. Help us to truly live by faith. Almighty, we thank you. And we give you the praise and the esteem. In Yahushua HaMashiach's name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah.